Hello everyone, it's so good to be back with y'all. Welcome to Candy Slept. I'm your host, Jordan Schrader, and I just want to ask you something really quick today as we open up. What is a disabled person? What's a black person? What's an Asian person? What's a gay person? I don't know, you tell me. Because apparently other people think they know who these people are. And we think that just by their labels and just by what's on the surface, we think we have the autonomy to fill in the gaps on who other people are or who we want other people to be. We look at people and we project our own stories. We project our own ideas onto them, even though we never seen them a day before in our lives. And that we'll probably never see that person again if it's someone that's just randomly in passing. And yet we look at someone and find the one characteristic that stands out and we make that the entire basis of their personality. We love it. We don't mean to always do it, but I know for sure that we can't help but do it. We can't help but to typecast people into roles that our brains associate them with. And I believe a uh, thing about this is that, you know, we just love to fill in stories. Now, as people, we love stories. We love to create stories. We love to listen to stories. And oftentimes we make those stories on others, even our loved ones, people we don't know at all. And as someone who has lived with a disabled my entire life, I feel typecasted all the time. And I'm not playing the victim card here, by no means, no. This isn't a victim calling or anything like that. This is just a discussion and an observation that I've talked with other disabled people about and that other groups can relate to as well. You know, you look at someone that's different than you. A common trope that's in your mind that's not necessarily true comes into your head. You know, bottom line, what are we talking about? Stereotypes. Stereotyping is something we do every day. Even though we don't realize it and we tell ourselves that we're not doing it, some part of our brain is manifesting something. Some of us are just better at controlling it than others on how we speak it or how we discuss it. You know, someone looks at a disabled person as in like a severely physically disabled person. The first thing that's going to come to your mind is, okay, that person has problems or that person is a problem. Oh, hey, that person is physically disabled and sits in a wheelchair 
all day, every day. Their whole life must be centered around hospitals and doctor appointments and the fear of dying or they're sick and they have a very lousy life that their quality of life is completely down the tubes. This is something that goes on a lot. Or we look at people of color and we misjudge who they are. We look at people from other countries, other immigrants, and we immediately think that they are trouble and that they are illegal and that we must do something about them. Or that they are freeloaders, whoever that may be. It doesn't even have to be part of a certain group anymore. We just look at certain people or just any kind of person and we just think we know who they are already. I'm guilty of this as well because I'm not going to lie. I've looked at myself and other people in my group that I think, oh, our lives are nothing but clinical. And that's it. That we don't live a life of love. We don't live a life of joy and fun and just all kinds of fulfillment. You know, I lived under that mindset for a long time. You know, I could easily talk on here about, like, don't use stereotypes or anything like that. But I want to talk a little more about living under the stereotype and falling for it. Feeling like, oh, I look down on myself because of the mindset and I succumb to it. I want to talk a little more about that. Another thing is I and others will often feel like we're just giant babies because we need care all the time and we are constantly calling for help and that people look at us as, again, living an unfulfilled life or living life to a certain point and that we're going to have a different future than everybody else. Oftentimes we're looked at as, again, just babies. Babies who have nothing else to do but just kind of exist. That all we do is absorb all the resources from everybody else. And that we can't contribute anything. That we are completely reliant, which we are in a way, reliant on others. And that our lives are nothing without anybody else. Almost like we owe them something, but people understand that we can't pay back in full. So people kind of excuse it in the same way that a baby can't pay back in full the same. Or that disabled people are just angelic things. I use that in quotes because people forget that those who are disabled, we have problems as well. Not just medical problems, but we have emotional problems. We have relationship problems. And we have all kinds of 
problems that everyday people have. We are the same. And yet, it just feels like other people don't think of that. And we, because of just who we are, uh, the disabled people are good at bringing comfort and being a good listener for others, which I love. I love that that's a gift that other people see in us, that we are trustworthy. On the flip side, the problem with that is that people forget that we have other problems to share as well and that we are struggling in our own ways, in ways that relate with you. That's how we want to relate with you. We don't want to be known as just people that have clinical issues or medical issues and that our lives are just hospitals. We are beyond all of it. That's only one dimension. That's like saying someone that plays video games, their whole personality is just video games. Or someone who likes to, let's say they go camping, or someone who reads, oh, they're just a tree hugger, or they're just a bookworm who does nothing but read all day and just wants to talk about books. Do we forget that we are very complex people? There are so many complexities about everybody, so many layers about people, so many complications and points and just so many different ideas and experiences that we all have that make us who we are. Everyone is a whole person. Just because someone may be one way or believe a different way or thinks in so-so way, that doesn't make them any less and that doesn't make them not a whole person. Although there are times when me and I believe other disabled people feel like not a whole person. And it's because over time, especially with my disease, with the way it's progressive and my muscles get weaker, over time, we may tend to lose abilities. We lose muscle or we lose uh, coordination or the fine tuning of our motor skills. As those deplete, so do our activities and things we love to do. And that's interesting because, you know, as people age and they get up there in years, they will tend to lose some of their abilities as well and not be able to do the things they've always loved to do. It's like that. It's exactly like that, but on a much faster time span and in a much smaller scale. We experience it in maybe the amount of 25 to 30 years, what someone would normally experience in 80 or 85 years. There's some weird correlation there. And it sucks. It really does. It makes someone feel like they're losing who they are. You know, and to experience that at such a young age, it's rather devastating. 
several years ago, 20 years ago, I guess, 20 years ago, I could play baseball. I mean, not run around and catch, but I could swing a baseball bat and actually hit the ball a relatively decent distance. And I no longer can even lift up my arms above my head or reach out to maybe give someone a hug. Or just, again, just raise my hand to answer a question or to speak up on something. I don't know. But that ability is long gone and it sucks. And slowly I've had to give up the ability to properly play video games. And that's changed too, actually, because I, with the way of technology, I can use certain apps on my phone to still be able to use my phone as a controller instead of holding the physical controller. And when you lose your abilities and you lose that sense of self, that's really hard. And there's only really one thing left we can do instead of just whimpering and wallowing in it, which I've done for so long and lashed out at other people because of my lost sense of self. When things change, we have to change too. And it's hard because it's a literal way of losing control right before your eyes. We hear all the time, like, it's about control. It's about control. You have to let go and let God. You have to let go and let fate decide for you. You need to let go and let things be and move on. But I didn't always understand what that organically looked like until I was losing actual control of myself, losing the way my body would operate and how I would live my life and that my life would be changing and being dictated per se or moved around by others. I think everyone is going to experience this at some point. I think that's the thing about uh, pride, you know, we get prideful on who we are and what we're able to do when we get excited because, and I use pride to a point because um, at the end of the day, everyone is delaying that sense of dread or the inevitable, the decay of ourselves, of our bodies, the losing the function of our bodies. And I have to ask myself and all of us today, is that a selfish thing to miss our glory days, you could say? It's weird to say glory days, but to miss our days of when we were able to do other things that we are no longer able to do now. That our bodies are going to eventually shut down, fall apart to become slave to the inevitable concept of entropy. That sooner or later, we're going to lose our abilities. And what I learned is that, no, that will not take away the sense of who you are. 
You are who you are in Christ. You are who are, excuse me, you are who you are and who God made you. You are whole. You are made wonderfully and fearfully. And no one can take that away from you, regardless of how your body may change, regardless of how other people look at you and label you right away without knowing your whole story, regardless of how all of us people at some point are going to be misunderstood and typecasted. Remember that you know who you are and God knows who you are. Thank you so much. This is a short episode today, but we're going to get more into stuff like this later. Right now, in the meantime, God bless you all. Take care, and as always, stay classy.